This is Cape Talk. Fear versus fortification. And this is what we are going to be chatting about next and how to strengthen your career prospects in the age of, of AI and as artificial intelligence in the form of chat GPT and uh, similar arrived on South African shores, the newly accessible technology rapidly uh, started making waves in workplaces throughout the country with uncertainty about its challenges and opportunities at various levels of an organization, sort of infiltrating discussion on a daily basis. So while companies are at this stage still considering how they can harness AI to improve processes, to improve productivity, and, and, and at the end of the day, how to improve the bottom line. There is a real concern am, amongst employees about this warp speed new development, um, and sort of, you know, what it might mean for their career prospects going forward. So we, we decided to get somebody on who will give us some insights into this. And Adveta Naidu is Africa MD at Jack Hammer Global. Adveta, very good morning to you and, and welcome to Cape Talk. Hi, Zane. Thanks for having me. Now, AI will will certainly lead to attrition, um, you know, in a, in a certain degree uh, in terms of jobs going forward. However, you know, with the past technolo- technological advances, what happens is that while we will have a number of, of jobs becoming uh, sort of defunct in particular spheres and particular spaces, other jobs will be created on different platforms, isn't it? Absolutely. It's exactly like you said, it's a foregone conclusion that digital technology will replace some manual and probably some repetitive jobs, just like with every industrial revolution the world has seen. Um, But like you said, you know, the World Economic Forum has said that technology is going to displace 85 million jobs globally, but create 97 million new ones, which is a net positive of 12 million. And it's going to enhance skills positions and allow employees to be more efficient and productive. And what are the jobs that we're looking at that will sort of no longer be of relevance? Or if I, for instance, look, uh, uh, take a, a general practitioner, a doctor, my doctor, for instance, I visit my doctor, I go there, I go and sit, I chat to him, I tell him what's wrong with me. He takes a couple of uh, readings and takes my sugar, takes my blood pressure, um, checks my ears and all of those things. And I feel quite nice when I walk out of there. However, doctors during the COVID era had to move into the virtual space. They had to sort of consult virtually. And, 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 and this has become the norm for a number of people. So which jobs are in danger and which jobs will be created that we look forward to, to sort of uh, gearing ourselves up towards? Yeah, I think it's the very manual and repetitive jobs that can be automated that are probably most in danger, but there's still a creativity and a human connection and communication element that can't be replaced. You know, on your point about doctors diagnosing things, there is a lot of AI right now. So apart from the teleconsulting, there's a lot of a diagnostic AI that's in place that is still not fit for purpose because it doesn't take into account, you know, we might say darker skin tones in the training data sets. So it's misdiagnosing certain people um, because it doesn't have enough of a, a, an input and it still requires a human overlay. Or there are still so many things that are yet to be discovered in the world and we run the risk of applying perceiving knowledge um, onto some really new problems. So I think if we think about the fact that AI has actually been here for a long time, it's just a lot more accessible now. Previously, it was really under lock and key and IP of companies, but now everyone can play with it. The access has been democratized. So we really shouldn't be 
afraid of being out automated or being replaced. We should really think about how we can use the AI to enhance the jobs that we already do. We're not going to be replaced just yet. We still need the human connection, but how can we use it to make ourselves more efficient and productive? Chatting this morning to Advita Naidu, the Africa MD at Jack Hammer Global. And uh, Jack Hammer Global is Africa's largest executive search firm. And, uh, you know, the extent of the impact of AI on specific careers and specific fields and uh, how the world uh, of, of the work in general is going to shape things to come in, in, in the years to come. Now, now here's an example that, that I often use Advita because, I mean, I, uh, my daughter does robotics at, at, at home. And I had to go and look for variables and how to change these variables. And, you know, you, you, you then have to change from a zero to um, a particular number. And, and I was completely lost because I didn't grow up in an age where these things were relevant and where these things were sort of prevalent. Um, and, and, and the kids these days and everybody these days are gearing themselves up for these kind, these kind of jobs. I mean, if you take a prompt engineer, what, what is a prompt engineer actually? So the prompt engineers are the people that are, um, you know, they are the people who create the prompts that are required for the AI to perform a task. So, you know, um, ChatGPT, obviously, and the other AIs, they have, they input our vast swathes of the internet, but the prompt engineers are the people creating the patterns or, or um, unlocking the patterns to tell us what we should be asking or um, telling the AI how it should be answering rather. A number of people get frustrated when they chat to to chat bots, but I think this is the future, isn't it? Because, I mean, you know, making an inquiry, um, having 10 people sit behind a telephone desk uh, uh, for you to inquire about something where you can have a chat bot and uh, chat GPT um, is one of the sort of very advanced aspects that have come. But but how does it actually recognize certain emotional inputs uh, when, you, when, you, when you're asking chat GPT something? So actually, ChatGPT has returned this answer itself. It says, it, I don't have the capacity for personal understanding or emotions. Um, I've been trained on a large body of text and to interpret patterns, but I don't understand what I'm returning to you. So actually, you know, th- there can be changes in sentiment and how it replies. But I think this is the future, isn't it? Because, I mean, you know, making an inquiry, um, having 10 people sit behind a telephone desk uh, uh, for you to inquire about something where you can have a chat bot and uh, chat g- GPT um, is one of the sort of very advanced aspects that have come. But but how does it actually recognize certain emotional inputs uh, when, you, when, you, when you're asking chat GPT something? So actually, ChatGPT has returned this answer itself. It says, it, I don't have the capacity for personal understanding or emotions. Um, I've been trained on a large body of text and to interpret patterns, but I don't understand what I'm returning to you. So actually, you know, th- there can be changes in sentiment and how it replies. But at the end of the day, AI is here to augment human intelligence. It's not here to replace it. So as humans, we can still work on those attributes the machines can't replicate the empathy, communication skills, the emotional input, creative problem solving, ethics, um, you know, understanding context and culture. These require, you know, deep humanity. And that's why humans will never be obsolete. So as much as ChatGPT and other AI can return information, it can't interpret it and process it the same way a human would. Mm. You say that, you know, professionals should approach the AI question not from a position of fear, but rather uh, you know, the fact that they will be sort of um, out automated, but rather from a position that they should develop a new skill set. And this is the important thing, isn't it? It's not, don't 
continue to live in the dark ages, try to reinvent yourself, try to innovate yourself, try to find out what's happening in your sphere of work and um, upskill yourself? Absolutely. I think we should be all be playing around with what it is. As I said, the, the access to it has been democratized now. So now we can actually, instead of waiting for a company to come and tell us, actually, we're replacing you with, with a bot, um, we can find ways to incorporate it into our jobs. It could be report writing, it could be data analysis, it's short-circuiting the desk research process. The benefit for a human, it's, you know, anyone who's found themselves working extra long hours these days, it's this productivity enhancement that's going to give you more breathing room in your schedule. And the benefit for business is obviously, again, the productivity. Ultimately, they're going to be reduced costs. There's going to be consistency in the work delivered. And it frees people up to be creative and less execution-focused or less operational, which will hopefully lead to further innovation. Um, it's going to free you up to be more efficient elsewhere. We'll never be able to compete with machines on quantity or speed, but we can compete on quality and fresh ideas. Chatting this morning to Adveta Naidu, Africa MD at Jack Hammer, and we are chatting about uh, the the fact that uh, you know um, new skill sets need to be developed, new things that need to happen in and around Adveta. Thank you so much for your time this morning, uh, and I wonder if we are going to be looking at um, at, at AI. Uh, my concern actually is, you know, the African continent is a very unique mix of things whereby things happen and uh, things continue in in a different space we we are de- we are a developing nation we're not there yet we're a de- developing continent we're not there yet where you know you're at the forefront of everything happening and when you look at africa it's a completely different set of of applications than when you look at for instance europe when you look at china when you look at japan for instance in terms of technology i don't think that we are at at the top of our game in terms of te- technology yet or are